Life can throw a lot at you. But imagine if your life were different, better, not because of what's coming at you, but because of what's coming from you. Let's get there together. Join us and imagine yourself. Okay, here at Imagine Yourself, we're kicking it old school today, so let's get physical. I hope you're ready to imagine getting physical, Sandy. <laughs> I'm Lene. <laughs> Are you sure you're not Olivia Newton-John? Do you feel her coming through I today? See, what, what is the leg, not leggings they used to wear back in the day, the thing, the socks? The... Leg warmers. Leg warmers, thank yes. you. All right, so let's get our leg warmers on. Yes. And, uh, and our headband. And our headband. And our weights. And, and get ready. <laughs> So now I'm picturing my friend Tulia, who's our guest in Leg Warmers, and we're talking about his amazing journey. Excuse me while I throw up right now. (laughs) He doesn't even. Myself and Leg Warmers? I don't know about that. What about the headband? The headband, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) In all seriousness, though, Tulio, who I used to work with in radio a few years back, and now I follow on Instagram and Facebook to see this weight loss and workout journey. It's been over a hundred pounds. I think he was featured recently on channel seven in Detroit because of his efforts and his inspiration. How much weight have you lost now, Tulio? As of right now, uh, 125 pounds. Wow. That is impressive. So was there one big catalyst that got this going? Honestly, uh, it was, I'll tell you the date, it was March 13th. I had a doctor's appointment of 2019. And I walked into my doctor and I knew we were going to have to go over my weight, go over just other things that were going on. I just had blood tests done, everything done. Everything was looking great. I just had a stress test done on my heart. I had the heart of a marathon runner. But the problem was she looked at me and she got me on the scale and she looked at the scale and she looked at me. Kind of give you a backstory. Back in 2013, I lost uh, 160 pounds and just walking seven days a week and just eating right. But then life happened, stress happened, Mm -hmm. other things happened. And I gain all that back and then some. So when I sat down with my doctor, I had been trying to find this spark for like four years, trying to like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll lose it. Oh, no, then I go back to my old habits, lose it. So I talked to her and she looked at me and looked at the scale and looked at me back at me and says, you got to lose this weight. And it was that spark. It was honestly, it was just the look she gave me. A look. A look. And I was like, wow. That night I went and had my last bag of Taco Bell. Because yep. you got to go out. I with got you got to go without with a bang. I mean, that is my favorite, Literally, without yeah. a doubt. But it was also my downfall too. I mean, that was my biggest. Downfall. That was your catch. No, and so I went I'm like, all right, this is it. I'm, this is my last bag. I took a picture of it too. I think, but I posted it on my social mm-hmm. media. The next morning, March 14th, I had a healthy breakfast. I went to lunch, had a healthy lunch, and then right after work, I went right to the gym. I haven't looked back since. Oh, my gosh. So you did the breakfast and the lunch, and you went to the gym, and a lot of people, their story would end like two weeks later. Right, right. right. How do you prevent that from happening? Another thing my doctor said to me when she looked at me about a week later, because I was committed and I got to do this, and I met with her a week later because she wanted to know how everything was going. I said, it's going really good, and she said, you have to stick with this. I said, well, I I know that. She goes, look, you're healthy now. Everything looks great except your weight, but- there's a reason I don't have 40-year-old patients at your weight, because they're dead. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, whoops. It was like the slap in the face that basically kept me going. At the end of the day, we all get this one life, mm-hmm. and we want to get it as right as possible. Right. We want to have fun. We want to indulge. But how do you put the barriers between indulging and having fun versus still staying like a whole-bodied healthy, not just the heart is good, but the rest might be falling apart. The way I looked at it, too, it was a lifestyle. I had to change my lifestyle overall because if I didn't, I knew that it was either I had two options. 
keep living or die. That's what I had to put in my head. A lot of people go on diets. There's the keto diet and this, that, and mm-hmm. South Beach. They can be great, but they're diets. And because you know, right. And everybody's looking just at the end goal. Like, oh, well, I'm going to lose that weight and then, oh, well, then I'm good to go. No, you have to change your lifestyle. You have to change your habits because once you change your habits and your lifestyle, that's when you change your life. Because you saw that you had lost weight before yes. and gained it back. I and w- you didn't want that to happen. Right. What I did was I just went on a diet back then. Oh. I was exercising every day, seven days a week. I was just walking. All I was doing walking seven, 10 miles a day. I was eating the same thing every day, same breakfast, same dinner, changed up at lunch. And then all of a sudden when I was feeling good about myself, had confidence back, and then I started dating somebody, it was everything was going good. Then I got comfortable. Mm. And I got too comfortable. And then all of a sudden, it Taco Bell. Taco Bell comfortable. Taco oh. Bell at one in the morning comfortable. Mm. And it became like, oh, well, I, I haven't eaten that much all day, so I can indulge a little bit. Well, then I indulged more. Then I indulged more. And that became your habit. And right? the indulgence became the habit instead of the healthy lifestyle. I have heard so much research that. It's not the decision as much as it is the habit. Of course, you had to make the decision. The look in your doctor's eye. Correct. The, I don't want to be dead when I'm 40. Right. But how did you develop those habits? I mean, did you do something to reward yourself? Do you every day? Because I'll read one of the, your posts later, because one of the things that I really like is your posts on Facebook to inspire yourself and others. But I see it's from your Facebook page, day 203. So for 203 days. Right. Tulio. Yeah. How how does this habit persist? Well, the point with the social media post was at first it was just accountability to myself. A lot of people say, oh, if you don't check into the gym, you didn't go. Well, no, that's not true. The reason I checked in all the time is I was doing accountability to myself. But then I just started noticing people getting a little more, like people reaching out to me saying, you've inspired me or post inspired How I stayed with it is because of the consistency. There are a lot of experts say it takes 66 days to form a habit. And It took me less than that because of the fact that it was the motivation that I found, the spark that I found. I didn't want to go back to that old life. I basically said to myself, these are the two options, either death or keep going. And I have to keep fighting. It's a struggle every day. Just because I lost 125 pounds doesn't mean anything. There are days where I want to just go out and get a bunch of Taco Bell. But it's knowing that I don't feel as good as I thought I did when I indulged before. It was just maybe it was masking other problems. And masking mm-hmm. the way I felt um, about myself. But then once I started getting in this healthier, uh, again, healthier lifestyle, like uh, the way I'm looking at it is I make like small obtainable goals, mm-hmm. right? When I did this Channel 7 interview, at that point when she asked me to do it, which was back in September, I had lost 100 pounds. But I said, look, I don't feel comfortable right now to be on camera. Maybe I can lose some more weight. So then I made an obtainable goal. Maybe lose 20 more pounds by the time we do the interview in December. Mm. And we filmed it in December. And I did. I lost another 20 pounds. And so it was like those small obtainable goals. See, if you look at the end goal every single time, you're going to fail because you're never going to reach that end goal at month one and month two, month three. If I want to say I want to drop 200 pounds, that's my end goal. That's my end goal. No, drop the 10 pounds, then drop another 10. When I first started at the gym, I did three minutes on a treadmill my first day. Mm -hmm. I blacked out almost. I was seeing stars. I could barely walk. And then I'm like, okay, I'll go sit down on a hand bike because I had back problems too because of my weight. And I was on a hand bike. So I'm like, all right, I can maybe do this. Five minutes, I almost passed out again. Wow. And you get discouraged when that happens. Yep. But then I said to myself, you know what? Tomorrow, another small obtainable goal. I'll do it six minutes. Yeah. And then seven minutes. And then eight. And you'd be surprised those small steps that you make if you stay consistent with it. 
those small steps had huge goals and goals I never thought I could be able to obtain. Like what? Obtainable goals like being able to tie my shoes right, being able to fit into another piece of clothing Mm. and not wear the same thing every single day because it's the only stuff that fits. And not having the same meal every single day And not having the same meal every day. The thing was, I learned how to incorporate my lifestyle, a healthier lifestyle, into... And look, I'm not going to lie. I have indulgence. I eat pretty much what I want, but I make healthier alternatives. I guess I'm kind of going like on two different subjects here, but to answer your question, like basically, what was the attainable goal? Yeah, that you just didn't see it coming and then... Finally, you landed it and got there. Not being able to do 10 minutes on a treadmill. And all of a sudden, 10 minutes out of nowhere. And then 15 minutes happen. And then 20. And then I'm like, I'm never going to be able to go over here and do weightlifting. All of a sudden, now I'm I'm doing (sighs) amazing amounts of weightlifting. And just small little things, like I said, tying my shoes and not having just to put them on and slip them on. Hopefully they were tied and wondering if that chair is going to crack when I sit in it and all that's going to And that thing. back pain. And that back, but that, that was the number one thing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was never going to go away. I had a fissure in my L5 and it was basically my disc was leaking out into my S1 nerve, oh. which is the most painful nerve in your entire body. I could barely walk. Oh. And let alone, I was, I mean, let alone exercise, but I had to push through the pain because I knew the end result as far as even that small attainable goal of losing 10, 15 pounds. Yeah. You know this because you already, you said you've reached out on social media and things like that. But when people are listening to this story and mm-hmm. they are struggling with some of the same things, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that they can hold on to and ride out with it? Because I have a cousin and She wanted me to mention her on this episode, but (laughs) she has recently lost 64 pounds. Amazing. Yeah, and she's so happy and grateful, and she has done the lifestyle change. She's doing the fitness, whether it's in the gym or walking and eating fun foods that are different than ones she's Mm -hmm. ever done before, but she wants to make sure that she doesn't stop this forward progress and that she doesn't fall off the horse ever. What my advice to her would be, If you do fall off, there's always tomorrow. Wake up the next day and just keep following the healthier lifestyle. Create that habit. I wanted to give up so many times. And trust me, there were times when I'm like, I didn't have anything to eat. I'm so hungry. I'm going to go get fast food. No, you know what? I can't. So I keep things in my house that are healthier, like protein bars and even bags of salad. I just make up a quick salad. You'd be surprised how much that fills you up. But if you stay consistent, don't feel bad about, your look, your past doesn't define you. You create your own destiny. I've seeked out therapy. Uh, along with, with this, I've suffered from anxiety and depression, and I'm very open about that too. And I've gone to therapy for the last four or five years. Recently, I sat down with my therapist, and she said, quit trying to be the person that you were. I always Ooh, say, yeah. I want to be that person I was back in 2014 before all this stuff kind of happened, all this downfall. She goes, the past is the past. You can't change it. Quit trying to go backwards. You can be that person you were, but you want to become that person, you know? And so that really stuck with me because I kept comparing myself. And we do. We live in a comparable society Mm -hmm. where you're comparing your chapter one to everybody else's chapter 15. That issue lies with a lot of this stuff going on, especially in the weight loss community. And and if you notice, you look on Instagram, it's just Instagram is 99%. You know what? I mean, it's it's a lot of lies, Who a lot of fake, right. Fake, it's, yeah, it's, it's just it's all fake, a lot of fake and just photoshopped, and you know what I mean. Yeah. But people put that in their head and they say, "Oh, I want to be that." Or why am I not there? 
because you're not there because you're not good at Photoshop. And, I mean, that's. I mean, <laughs> oh honestly, God, I like that. And, and really, that's what I mean. I, I, I don't. I'm not. And look, I'm not trying to diminish anybody that actually has achieved those things, and that actually does look like that. But it's kind of a you're putting on a show for a lot of people. Well, and, there's so many apps that can just change you up. Uh, oh, yeah. there is. And the I filters mean, you do. The, yeah. the filters yeah, alone right? can take off ten years or ten pounds. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so. That's not reality. Reality is what you're living every day and what you're seeing every day, what you look in the mirror when you wake up in the morning. So when you change your reality in your own mind, that's when you're going to change your lifestyle. Because honestly, when you set out obtainable goals saying, I can do this or I need to, you know, make your goals attainable. Don't look at the end goal. If you're only looking at the end, you're you're always going to fail every day because you haven't reached it yet. So until then... Make these small attainable goals. I'm going to walk an extra mile or I'm going to park a little bit further. I'm going to, Mm. you know, I'm going to eat a salad or I'm going to eat a little more chicken, a little more, add a little more vegetable to my diet. If you make these small obtainable goals, they add up to that one giant large goal at the end. You know, everybody has like these, oh, I want to lose this amount of weight. I want to get an Armani suit. Oh, sweet. I want to get get an Armani. (laughs) Right. But I want to be able to fit in one. I can't wait to see that Instagram picture. Right. Exactly. But I'm going to have to lose a lot of weight to get in there because Armani doesn't make big and tall. And I don't want you You putting any filters on that Instagram. No, no, no. Be for real. (laughs) I'm spending that kind of money on a suit with a filter? No, that's all natural, baby. So that's another one of the goals. So you were talking a lot about the past, Mm -hmm. and this must be fresh in your mind because your recent post on Instagram If you're looking at your past, asking why or what happened, I've fallen victim to this on occasions more than I care to remember. Remember, sometimes life will not go as you planned. When this happens, breathe and remember that life's richness often become comes from its unpredictability. Now, that's just a snippet of what you wrote on Instagram. And this is the kind of stuff we get from Tulio because of the battle. So the battle that you're fighting each and every day and that's not even necessarily just tied to weight loss or exercise or anything else. That's mm-hmm. real life. And that's how I approach it. Anybody can post about losing weight or this. Thing. The whole point is is to change your lifestyle, not just to drop weight, become healthier, healthier lifestyle. I'm all about that because if you just do it just to lose weight and the, and the diet and just to look good in a dress, whatever, you know, that's not a reality. Your reality is how you're going to live your life every day. And you're constantly looking in the past and you're constantly saying to yourself, oh, man, I want to be that person. I want to be, you know, that person I was before this or before that or before I had kids or before. No, become that person that you want to be, not who you were. You could be a new person because we are not supposed to look like the people we were back in high school. And when we were 18 years old. And like you mentioned, for people who have had children Okay, yeah, I'm supposed to look different after that. Exactly. But that doesn't mean I totally give up just on everything and on my health and living. As humans, we evolve. We have to evolve. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're going to be stuck. That's anything. That's weight loss. That's jobs. whatever. That's whatever you do in life. You have to evolve with the times and the situation. Such a good point. So important to be accepting of ourselves and move forward from where we are. But if there's some place we want to go, we also need to have that self-discipline. And I love this quote, be stronger than your excuse. And I have to say, that's true for everybody. But if you're fighting this battle and the obstacles that you've had to overcome, tremendous strength. Yeah. Someone once told me, I remember, because I, I did a lot of blaming. I said, I gained weight because of this. I gained weight because of that. And they may be true. You know, They were factors. But 
when I'm pointing that one finger, you look at my hand, I still got three fingers pointing back at me. Yeah. And that's what it is. I created this. I can fix it. I need to fix it. So appreciate you included the mention of sometimes it takes therapy as well. Yes. Because this is another one. Like I said, my cousin, she had long conversation with me yesterday to prepare. <laughs> but she said she wanted to make sure that people understand the power and how to fight against the power of emotional eating. Yes. And how you need to teach yourself and train yourself to stop and make a conscious decision. Am I about to eat X, Y, and Z because I am physically hungry and I need nourishment? Or is it because I am trying to soothe some type of emotional thing that's going through my head right now and if you could take a good 30 seconds or so to identify that and then have the willpower to if you're honest with yourself go ahead and say it was emotional let me just let it pass through and not eat this thing or this way or this time that that's part of it too you agree with that absolutely are you feeding to live or like eating to live or living to eat yes when you say you're starving are you really starving or are you just uh, something going on Mm -hmm. Look, you have to feed yourself. You have to eat, but you can't look at it as just food and temptation. You look at it as fuel for your body, fuel for your body, fuel for your soul. And really, that's what it is. You have to just think of your body like a car. You're not going to drive all the way up north on a half a tank of gas. You're going to have a full tank. So when I go to the gym, I can't sit there on an empty tank. Your body is a machine and it needs fuel. But you have to think about what kind of fuel you're putting in your body. Is it the really junky gas that was 99 cents a gallon? Taco or, Bell? Taco, of gas. Taco Bell? Oh, or? She just got that. You know? Yes. I know. Thank you. Yeah, I'll be it, here all night. It hit me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but or are you going to put in the premium stuff, the vegetables, the fruits, the proteins, the grains? I remember sitting down with a nutritionist. That's another thing, too, and we can talk about that if you guys want to. One of the big things was when I sat down with all my doctors, not just my primary, but I sat down with a nutritionist. I sat down with my therapist, and I sat down with a specialist who specializes in obesity. It's a team at U of M, which I love. They're my doctors. And the nutritionist, she told me with my plate, your plate should be half vegetables and fruits, quarter grain, quarter protein. The one thing she said to me, there's a lot of diets out there that are taking out a lot of stuff out of the food pyramid don't eat this or don't eat that. No, 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 no. There's a food pyramid for a reason. Each one of those sections of that pyramid have a responsibility to your body. And they have a job. Each and every one of those have a job. Because this helps carry the fats here and helps store the nutrients here. helps do the. They all have a job. And it's all about moderation. Yeah, you're not going to load yourself up with carbs. I hate the fact that carb has become such an evil word. Well, remember back in the 90s, it was fat that was an evil word. Right. And now it's carbs. And now it's car- now fat is the king, yeah. especially with keto. And look, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would disagree with me out there. But after talking with my doctors, people who specialize in this kind of stuff, if you have a healthy, balanced diet, eating in moderation, you're going to lose the weight. And honestly, what it was was just as long as I'm exerting more calories than I'm taking in, if I'm burning more than I'm taking in. That's how I've lost this weight. Mm-hmm. I have that piece of pizza, okay? I have my indulgence. I have that when I go out for Mexican food or whatever. I have that taco or I have it. But I basically have to be smart about it. Mm. And you can't overindulge and overindulge. I'm so hungry. I'm, I'm just going to eat it all. No. And one trick that helped me too is when I do go out, no matter what I eat, I get take half of it, I put it in a box, and I save it for later. Oh, that's good. That is Excellent discipline and tip, and until so you just do it right off the bat. Before right off you the bat, start I, I ask. I when I ask okay. for the meal, I ask for a box too. Oh my! And you'd gosh. be surprised 
how much that works. Because it's honestly, when you're eating, it's a mind game sometimes, especially if you're heavy. When you're carrying all this weight, your body's burning more calories. I'm, I'm burning probably triple the amount of calories you are because of the fact that it's holding up all this weight. I have a lot more weight around and a lot more weight to burn than you do. And so your, your body requires sometimes more calories. That's why when these people go on these, on, like when I first started out, I was down like 1,200 calories a day. That's why I dropped this weight dramatically. But at the same time, my doctor said, okay, now we're going to increase it. Because you have to kind of ha- find that balance of like burning. Because I, I mean, I was exerting more than I was taking in. And so you got to have to find that balance. You don't want to be in starvation mode no, either. Because yes. your body starts to store fat. There's healthy fats and there's healthy carbs. Everything doesn't have to be the enemy. No. I have a tiny question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Did you get yourself to the point where now you like working out? I got myself to a point where it's an addiction. Really? What? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm in- <laughs> signing up for the Tulio school. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm in there five days a week. I take Wednesdays and Fridays off. I take Wednesdays off because I my TV shows on Wednesdays. Yeah. My Chicago shows. So I take that day off. And Fridays I take off because I want one weekend day just to kind of do whatever I want. Because Saturday and Sunday I get up early in the morning. I'll go to the gym first thing, get it over with. I feel worse when I don't go. Even wow. on Wednesdays, on Wednesdays and Fridays, like today, like I'm talking with you guys, but I know that I'm just I'm just gonna go home. I'm not going to the gym and I'm like, oh kinda of, but I have to get over that. I guess you have to let your body rest. Your body has to recover. And your muscles the, you, and your body yeah, your body, your mind, everything has mm-hmm. to rec- you need a day just to chill. In my case it's two days. But honestly, you know, some people are saying, Oh, I'm going twice a day, seven days a week. And what? if you people do that That's because they much. want to yeah. lose that weight so much and they want to you know, they they're so desperate to like, I gotta get this weight up. And look, if you do it in small increments, don't lose it all at once. This is weight that's not going to come back. Yeah. You know? That's the key, right? Right. Because there are so many, t- I can't tell me how many times I've tried to lose weight and I'll drop 20 pounds like crazy. But then all of a sudden I gain the 20 pounds right back because I looked at it as a diet, not a lifestyle. That's this amazing. method, you're not falling back, keeping the weight off. You're not getting tears and injuries and things like that, which would keep you out. And you like it. You're addicted to I'm it I'm addicted now. to how it. How long did that take? Just, <laughs> yeah, it took, I mean, it. you know, trust me, there were days where I didn't want to go. And I, I went, I sat in that parking lot for like a half hour, just kind of like, oh, I'm just going to go. I don't want to go. I'm tired of it. Maybe I would take a 10-minute power snooze in my car. I woke up. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go. I'm only going to do 10 minutes today. And then all of a sudden, once I'm 10 minutes in, I'm like, well, I can go 15 or 20 now because I feel great. Your endorphins start kicking in. And all of a sudden, it's like, boom. It's like a bond that goes off in your body. It says, let's do this. Wow. And so, you know, in, when I make my social post, I always put at the end of it, hashtag not looking back, hashtag moving forward. And it's true because the only time you ever have to look back is to see how far you've come. Nice. This is the kind of hope we were looking for. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> this from somebody who could only do three minutes on a treadmill to now I am just really disappointed that I don't get to go to the gym today. Yeah. I'm, I spend, I mean, I spent about two hours in there. But and the other fact of that is though, I socialize in there because it becomes a social factor too. Because once you have a team of support, I mean, I go to Planet Fitness and honestly, when they say the no judgment zone, it, it really is. There's people in there of all shapes, sizes, and colors. And the staff's encouraging. I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to plug them right now, but but it's true. I mean, it's, you know, I've been to other gyms where it's like you get intimidated by some of the people that walk in there. And it's like I walk in there, I go right to a machine. I don't even go to the locker room. I come fully dressed and ready to go. I go right to a machine or I go right to a bench or whatever, and I start working out. When it becomes that easy to start losing it and start getting in that habit, then it's like, okay, now it's getting a little easier and a little easier. The main thing is stay consistent. Consistency is key. No matter what you're doing, 
if you constantly look at the end goal, you're always going to fail. So if you make these small steps, these small attainable goals, and you stay consistent, there is no stopping you. I love no that. stopping you. And I like when you said, hey, I told myself I'm only going to be in there for 10 minutes. And then... I was just, in there for another hour and a half. <laughs> make, yeah, make it easy for yourself. And I was listening to another podcast about how your brain works, and they were saying to create as little friction as you can between you and what you needed to do. Right. So, like, you don't even go to the locker room. You just go right. right I've right read about people that sleep in their workout clothes so, so they can, can get, get right up. up. Just, yeah. So little tricks to make it easier. It's, and whatever works. Your brain is a powerful thing, and it can trick you into not doing things that you should be doing. But... I'm telling you, if you can trick it to make it say, oh, I'll just wear my workout clothes to work and then, or I'll bring my workout clothes with me and I can just go right. To, I, have, I don't have to go home yeah, because then I, if yeah. I go home, then I'm going to sit on the couch. Then you start thinking, like, oh, I got I to gotta make dinner for the kids. I got to do this. I got to do that. This is why I go right after work because it's a habit. Mm. If you make it part of your life. And look, honestly, the gym is great and the gym is great for losing weight, but it's not the main thing. Your diet is 90 percent of it. And yeah. if you make just healthier swaps, like if you want a burger, go have a burger, but make it a turkey burger. Yeah. You know, lose the mayonnaise if you can. You can still have cheese. Load it up with vegetables. If you want, you know, instance fries, just have some rice. Have a salad instead of the soup. Just little swaps here and there that can make such big changes. And like Diane Randall said, we interviewed a nutritionist on our last podcast. Concentrate on one change. Yes. Exactly the same thing that you were just saying. That's exactly right. Yeah. Because otherwise you just get overwhelmed. I agree with that 100%. When I first started out... I concentrated on just my, just like what I went hardcore on was just my diet. The exercise, I'm like, all right, I'll do five minutes and I'll do six. I made small increases, but my main focus was my diet at first. And then all of a sudden I got my diet under control. I'm like, all right, this I can do. Now let's transfer all that energy into the gym. Let's see what I can do in the Very gym. Very smart. Yeah. That way, like you said, you don't get yourself and your mind overwhelmed by trying to come at it from too many angles that you're just not prepared for. Well, right. And again, going back to the comparability or comparable society is that everybody that's starting out this journey, they see the before and they see the after. They never see the journey. Good and point. that's why, like me, I think that's why this interview hit so hard with, on Channel 7 is because, yeah, I've lost 125 pounds, but I still have a ton to go. And so with that being said, it's just the mental aspect. That's why I always, I, I love talking openly about the mental health aspect of it because it really, I could lose 300 pounds and be like, I still like, oh, I'm, you know, my confidence is down. I don't really feel, no, nah, I, I don't look good in that. I don't really want to go out. No, you have to get your mind straight. Look, this can change. Everything from your neck below is going to fluctuate. It's going to change. It's going to go up. It's going to go down and it could stay the same, whatever. But this, this is what stays consistent. Your head. Your head. No, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot we're in radio. <laughs> okay, so now you've got me thinking that anybody who is listening, mm -hmm. if they want to do that aspect where they get to follow you on your journey, mm -hmm. how can we do that? How can you follow my on my journey? Yes. Okay, oh, well, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Yes. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at WaitDownLifeUp. WaitDownLifeUp. You can also follow me on Facebook, same thing, at WaitDownLifeUp. And I'm launching a website here within the next week or so, weightdownlifeup.com. What it's going to be is basically a blog, kind of the stuff I do on Instagram and Facebook. But I'm also going to put tips and other things and just kind of an interactive website. This journey, I never did it for fortune, for fame or anything like that. I did it for accountability to myself and to anybody out there that's trying to start this thing. Is One, first and foremost, you have to want to do it. 
you have to get it in your head that you want to do this for you. You're not going to do it for the ex-girlfriend that broke up with you because of this or that job you didn't get because it didn't look right. Don't do it for anybody else but yourself. Wow. Now, we always have a part called takeaway time. That is Tulio's takeaway time. If I <laughs> ever heard one, yeah. <laughs> that is that's so the good. one. That's and where we'll, it starts. We'll put all of Tulio's information, too, on imagineyourselfpodcast.com so that you can go and follow him. And we'll continue to follow up and Absolutely. everything. Yeah, and, anytime you guys want. Yeah, I'm, all, awesome. I'm happy to come on and talk with anybody or do anything you want to do. I'm, I'm all yours. Awesome. <laughs> Appreciate it. This is exactly what we need to hear 2020 is a new decade and so we've got a whole 10 years to to get our mind right hey. and start and start rolling before 2030 comes i mean tell you just look forward because if you keep looking back you're going to be disappointed that's who you were not who you want to be love it we thank you so much for coming for sharing for being honest with us and real with us for blowing my mind especially about the whole you like working out at the gym i know hey I, I'm, just, I'm just as shocked as you are <laughs> yeah so we at the end we always just want to encourage everyone imagine yourself being about fit for life and having your weight down and your life, life up. up hey <laughs> thank you <laughs> thanks for listening now we'd like to hear from you Got an idea for the show? Want to share your story or just say hello? Make sure you connect with us. You can do that at imagineyourselfpodcast.com. And we'll talk to you again next time when we have something new to imagine.